Hi, welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi! So today we're going to talk about our strategies for what happens when your plot takes a left turn from your original plan and what you do about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Panic! That's what you do. You panic. Yeah. And then you solve it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be straight up with you here. I know that I've ever had this happen. I don't have a lot of experience with it because like usually when I go in to write a book, I have what I want to happen already in my head and I just kind of roll with it. Though there have been some times where like I'll add something that doesn't necessarily fit. And I'll like make it a second storyline. And then I, by the time I'm on my like sixth or seventh draft, I realize <laughs> that, oh, maybe that second storyline shouldn't be a storyline. Maybe it wasn't necessary. <laughs> so, like that's like the closest thing I have. Cause like, the, I, I feel like it happens to me a lot during NaNoWriMo, this mm-hmm. sort of deviation. Yeah. Like, you know, you're trying to draft a book as fast as possible and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, where is this character going? Yeah, it happens more often to me in my zero drafts than it than a later draft. Um, because later drafts you'll you'll have hiccups and dominoes and stuff and everything, but I don't usually have like the big plot deviation in those. But I've had it happen where I'm halfway through a zero draft and I'm like, oh no. This this thing that I thought was the climax has to happen like now. So what's the rest of the book? Or I'll have like a character that I really, really wanted to like do a betrayal and we get to that point and i'm just like this character is not the kind of person who would do this so now i have to figure out an entirely different way the best part is when they do some when not when they won't do the thing but when they do a thing that you aren't planning (laughs) and that's a very hard thing to describe to someone who's not a writer that you'll just be writing a scene and all of a sudden like your fingers will type the words like and then he fired the gun and you're like wait no what no what you weren't supposed to shit (laughs) well and then you have to think about do i delete that sentence and go no he did not fire the gun or then you stop and you go what if he did yeah that's that might be more interesting it's like your subconscious brain is coming out going no this is better (laughs) Mm -hmm. no yeah that's that's real because sometimes and i feel like you know it can it can carry on for more than just a sentence and then you start to realize oh yeah oh like maybe this shouldn't be there but oh it's really cool so like how how do what do i do with this like so sometimes i guess in a way it's not too bad you know you're like oh well surprise mm-hmm. and that's why you do rough drafts so that you can allow that sort of mm-hmm. stuff to happen because like you never really know because it might work out like and that was going to be my next thing was like that's when when you realize you've surprised yourself and or you start noticing you're like wait this plot's leaning a little far to the side what do i do that's that's the like moment of reconciliation where you go do i lean into it or do i like yank us back onto the original path and sometimes that's just sitting down with it and kind of exploring well what if what what if this character did fire the gun in that scene where where does it go from here does someone die yeah do they get injured well now we know he's the bad guy so what do we do from there 
is there another plot twist? Is he working with someone else? That's when you start brainstorming. And sometimes you'd be like, oh, what I came up with is better. And sometimes you'd be like, now this is turning into a hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you're like, maybe not. Maybe let's etch a sketch this. (laughs) Just shake it up. Never happened. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's worth exploring and saying, what if I just did take this story somewhere else? You could try it. Mm Mm-hmm. You could absolutely try it, you know? That's what zero drafts and outlines are for. <laughs> yep. But I will say that there's something to be said about the the plot deviation that should be ignored. Uh, yes. Because there, I, I you know, I, I feel like I've done quite a bit of beta reading. And I'll notice sometimes that the author will get hung up on this thing that's not really part of the central story. And, you know, every once in a while it works. But sometimes the author will sort of like like go off on this. And usually it happens with another romance. Mm-hmm. Like another character will come in and suddenly character A will want to cheat on character B. And so character A will run off with character C and they'll start doing their own little thing. And you're like, okay, this is great cheating, you know, tenses things up and it's exciting. But you are spending way too much time with this other character. And like, I am already attached to what you've got going on somewhere else. We need to start focusing on other things too. And sometimes like the author will just get very honed in on those things that they want to like show from a different part of the book. And you need to ask yourself as an author, okay, is this helping my, my query letter? (laughs) Query letter, because like, sometimes I'll type a query letter out to myself just before I start a book. So I can see like Mm -hmm. what, what beats I want to hit. I won't do that anymore because I'll never write a query letter again. Um, but (laughs) I still like queries and they still help me with the like drafting process. So I'll do them. But if you don't have to and you don't like to, there's no reason to. (laughs) Yeah, that's something to be careful of because you want to you want to take the reader on an adventure, but you don't want to take them too far off course. Yeah, because the beaten path is important in some aspects, you know. I think this kind of goes back into our our episode that we did on zero drafts and about how sometimes it is worth getting that all out of your system. Yeah. But then figuring out in the next draft what served the story and what didn't. But you may also at some point when you're following these rabbit trails, because I do say in a zero draft, sometimes just go ahead and get it, follow it, and then you can cut it later. Um, But you do need to analyze it and decide if you need to cut it later. (laughs) Uh-huh. Instead of just leaving it in there. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. And and sometimes, you know, the rough draft helps with that because you can deviate and you can mm-hmm. explore that other relationship of character A dating character C. And you can kind of see what that does to the character because you might actually need to know that stuff for your book, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of stuff is under the iceberg, right? It happens off page or, you know, and, and you can take that with you. So mm-hmm. absolutely write it get it out of your system my god (laughs) get it out but yeah definitely analyze later but yeah i think a lot of it is the is dealing with the surprise just know that that happens (laughs) yeah because I, i have had that very blatantly happen and i'm trying to remember the specific incidents but i know a couple times it happened to me in the cambiari series where i'd be writing and then all of a sudden like i would write a line of dialogue that came out of my character's mouth that I had not planned on 
and I had to stop for a minute and be like, oh shit. Yeah. Like what like they would just blurt out a secret and I'd be like, oh no. Yep. Oh no. And yeah, you have like, to shit. You gotta sit and be like, okay. And usually when it was something small, not small, but something sudden like that, it was because I'd started to get a feel like originally I kind of plotted based on plot and okay, I need these beats to happen. And then as I wrote, I started to get to know my characters better. And then I was when I was writing, I would do something that they would say or do in that was in line with their character, even if it may not have fit in with my original plot. Yeah. And that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, this is I can't get away from this scene without this character revealing this secret because that's what they would do. And now I got to rework. And then we got the index cards again. Yay. Yay. Index cards. My favorites. Not actually yeah. sarcastic. They really are my favorites. I love my index cards. Yeah. I have never done the index card yeah. thing, but I could probably benefit from it if I could only wrap my head around so many pieces of paper. Yeah, I don't think it's for everybody. It just, <laughs> but it helps me. It just, it does happen. And yeah, I think, mm -hmm. I think it's really just stop, look at the entire structure of your story, look at your themes and what you want to explore with your story. And where you want to go, what type of story you want it to be. If you want it to be very melodramatic, then yes, the character can fire the gun in Act 2. But if you want it to be a more like somber, low-key, low-stakes piece, maybe not firing the gun. <laughs> maybe waiting. Yeah. It's, maybe you need to slow build that a little bit. So yeah, just looking at the tone of your story, the themes of your story, what you want to tell your in your story, and deciding if that deviation is going to better serve the whole or if that deviation is a rabbit trail you should probably not follow <laughs> yes yeah. i agree 100 <laughs> percent. do you have any times that you, you you said it doesn't really happen to you you no. know i okay yes i did have so and so here's here's something that happened once um, that I actually really liked and then ended up cutting anyway because of word count. Stupid word counts. Yeah, it was really frustrating. So I had in the book that I'm currently on submission with, I had this character who lives in a, a building and he spends his whole life in this building. And there's some aspects of the building that I never quite explain, um, like why it's so bad to go into the stairwells and stuff. There was a moment where in the, the one version, one, one of my characters decided they wanted to pull the emergency fire alarm and send everybody into the stairwells, which was a big deal. And it, I wrote it, and it did kind of deviate a little bit because it wasn't really part of the main story, but it was part of the setting. And mm. I remember really wanting to keep it because it showed what happens in the stairwells, what the stairwells look like, the windows being blacked out or not blacked out. I can't even remember what was in there at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just remember it being like this big deal because I really liked that the reader could finally see the inside of the stairwell and how closed off from the world the building actually is. And mm -hmm. um, because there's no windows that are... Uh, in this building so like it was kind of like a moment because there was windows in the stairwell so it was like really exciting but i ended up cutting it because it was dumbing down some of the importance of another window that i won't mention um it was cutting down the importance of another window and it was just sort of gutting the plot a little bit and like 
it's soft because I really liked it. And my bait, uh, my my alpha reader, um, really liked it too. So when like it came to cutting it, it was one of those sore spots where it was a deviation from the book. Yeah. It was adding to the word count. It added about twelve thousand words to the oh, word wow. count. We ditched it, like, because it was a big, it was a big deal. And then you know he found out who did it and was a character in the book. And so like I had to take care of that too. But by just removing it, I create, you know, my book got tighter. Um, but sometimes I still wish I still had it, you know. So it's sometimes really hard to decide yeah. uh, whether or not you cut something. And especially when it deviates from the plot and you're like doing more things for like the world building and the setting. It's hard because sometimes you want to show your world, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, I, you know, I built all this up and now meh. <laughs> you're like, no, no. Yeah. This I'm it. Yeah. I was going to say, this is also one of those things where it does help to have an alpha and or beta mm-hmm. readers that you can lean on because they'll point they'll point out when things deviate and they're like, mm, this took a weird turn. The yeah. oh, one last thing I wanted to mention uh, that I just thought of is if you do get to a point where your story just yanks sideways and you realize you want to keep it later on, you're going to want to go in and fin- finesse or foreshadow that thing. So mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like it came out of the blue. Because it may have for you, but then later you don't want it to feel the same way for the reader. <laughs> Tie that shit in. So, yeah, you will have to go back and do some some fixing if you do decide to keep something that you had yeah. not been planning. But that's that's what revisions are for. The amount of shit that I had to remove and change in the book when I got rid of that, that fire alarm scene was pretty astounding. Like, yeah. I was removing stuff from, like, chapter three because it was an integrated part of the story at that point mm-hmm. but i ended up having to remove it so i had to remove everything else that sort of went along with it too and and it was just little breadcrumbs that so when that scene eventually came up the reader was ready for it but yeah so like it, it definitely works the same way in reverse you got to yeah. go and pull that shit out like and i've definitely seen people edit their books like where you can see they removed a plot and they left some of the breadcrumbs of that plot <laughs> or or that you know that still in the book and it's like no 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 man you got to you gotta go back and, and get take this out because it's not important to the story anymore. Um, so yeah, in re- in reverse thinking, definitely if you had that and you removed it, make sure you read your book. Yeah, let <laughs> it sure. do the thing where you let it bake for a while and you've forgotten a lot of the like really fine details, and then come back to it mm-hmm. again with fresh eyes because then you'll be like, oh yeah, this does come out of the blue, or yeah, I'm foreshadowing things that later don't happen now. <laughs> Yep. Okay, those are our thoughts. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links and information.